This is The Lift, a series where I'll speak with women who are making their mark on businesses and their communities. Through vulnerable conversation, we'll touch on topics of goals, leadership, and mindset, ultimately lifting us up professionally and personally. I'm Nikki Probst. I'm energized by authentic, ambitious people, and I'm inviting you to come along as I connect with them. All right, welcome to The Lift this morning. I am joined today by Michelle Troseth and Tracy Kostafferson, who are coaches, consultants, and co-founders of a company and a program called Missing Logic. They help healthcare organizations and healthcare leaders combat burnout through the power of a framework-driven approach founded on polarity intelligence. The core of the work that they're really doing is leading healthcare organizations through transformational change that results in the best place to give and receive care, and for leaders to live their best lives personally and professionally. These two women that I'm going to talk to you today, they've been in the healthcare industry themselves for over 30 years, and I'm just thrilled to speak to you ladies as female entrepreneurs and business leaders, and personally, I know that you are fantastic women that bring this really uh, unique perspective and expertise to um, the healthcare practice. So I'm particularly excited to dive into this today because I think that these are two very important um, intersecting subjects right now touching on caregivers, which in our current state is very important, and personally, just overall well-being, um, specifically for those healthcare um, workers. But I think that everyone, uh, not only in healthcare, but in every industry, um, can learn from the work that you guys do. So I'm really excited, and I hope that you are doing so well. I just want to kick this off and ask a general question. It's been a tough, what is it now, nine months, 10 months uh, since the start of all this. And I'm really curious just how has this affected you positively, your business and personally and professionally um, the last nine months? What positive changes have come up in your life? Great. Thanks, Nikki. This is Michelle. I'll kick us off. And just to start with, we really want to thank you for having us on the lift. We're thrilled to be here. And we think it's just awesome how you're raising spirits up during this time as well. Uh, Yeah, back to the pandemic. Well, uh, one of the positive things I think the pandemic did for us is it rapidly created the reality that we work primarily virtually with our clients. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tracy and I, we've spent over two decades traveling um, in our roles as healthcare executives, whether that be speaking, providing thought leadership, consulting with clients. Uh, And we knew that we wanted to spend most of our time off the road and to leverage technology to serve our clients. And the pandemic just made that happen a lot faster. So that's the good thing. And since the pandemic, we have provided keynote speeches virtually. Uh, We meet with our clients and their teams virtually, and we uh, now conduct multiple coaching programs virtually. Not to mention that Tracy and I, uh, we don't even live in the same places. You know, I'm here in Grand Rapids. Tracy lives up in Boyne City, Michigan during the summer, and she ventures out west. Um, In fact, she's leaving tomorrow for sunny California and leaving me here in Michigan. (laughs) So we're together all the time on leveraging technology. It's really the way we work. And we like to say we think the world has caught up to the way we do business. (laughs) It has. Yeah, (laughs) that's for sure. This is Tracy and I echo Michelle. Thank you, Nikki, for having us on the lift. So excited to be here today. And, you know, um, actually, before the pandemic, 
The National Academy of Medicine started an action collaborative for clinician well-being and resilience because of the severe issue of burnout in healthcare. And we were focusing our efforts at Missing Logic really on helping healthcare organizations combat burnout. But shortly after the pandemic struck, we were hearing stories from healthcare leaders about their burnout and their struggles in finding work-life balance and resilience during this really difficult time, right? And we witnessed, like everybody else, right, all the acknowledgement and uh, the support for clinicians at the front line, right, the banging of the pots and the signs in the yard. But what we noticed is there wasn't really anybody acknowledging the leaders standing behind the clinicians that were trying to lift the clinicians up. And so really a positive change for us is that we pivoted in our business and said, these healthcare leaders need help. They need support. They need somebody to lift them up and help them find work-life balance and become resilient during this time. So it really helped us to shift and create a work-life balance boot camp for healthcare leaders to help them develop and create balance in their lives and become resilient. And that launched a whole uh, slew of coaching programs now that we offer healthcare leaders. So that, you know, making that contribution to the leaders is a very positive thing that happened to us. And as Michelle mentioned, after being on the road Monday through Friday for many years and oftentimes weeks at a time, it is so nice to be home. <laughs> so that's a real positive. Absolutely. It's so important because I'm sure obviously this has been a topic you've been passionate about since 2018 when you started your business, but to just have it all come to light so much um, where we're appreciating our healthcare leaders as we should and healthcare clinicians, um, you know, what you do is even more important. So I'm sure it just all comes to light. And going back to Michelle, kind of what you touched on and both of you, you work from home. A lot of us have been working home from home lately. And um, I'm excited to talk to you about this because, you know, we um, here at Custer provide healthcare furniture and overall environments to healthcare clinicians and leaders that don't always have the option to work from the comfort of their own home. So I always want to take the opportunity to talk to people that have experience in healthcare and just ask you in general, interior space um, and just the physical environment, how do you feel from your experience that those aspects really affect the ability of nurses and healthcare professionals to um, care for their patients. They have to be in the hospital. So how important is that environment to them to do their work? Yeah, that's a great question, Nikki. And, you know, environment and space is, is very important. And it's, it's important for caregivers to have clean, organized, and healing environments to really provide the best care possible for their patients. And it also needs to be intentionally designed to support the workflow. So what, do, what does that mean, workflow for a clinician? It really means having what you need at your fingertips within close proximity. And it also means having an environment that is healing and caring for the patients that you're caring for. And it means we need to design and continuously improve technology so it's best for the provider and patients. Now, Tracy and I have spent years bringing technology to the forefront. We've helped multiple organizations implement electronic health records. So we know how important that integration is to make it seamless so it's not a barrier to care. And, we, and when we think about the pandemic, what's happened when, with environment and spaces, there's been a ton of innovation. Uh, hospitals have had to create new spaces. They've had to think out of the box. They've had to tap technology. 
So I think an important thing right now for the healthcare industry is to really learn from what has been happening, what innovations are really good that we need to keep that have improved care, and what have truly been temporary kind of stop gaps so that we can deliver the care to the patients we need during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and this is Tracy, and I, I would say um, collaboration is a key element, right, to quality care, and and you know bringing the clinicians together, other members of the workforce, along with the patients and families, right. It's that collaborative effort among everybody that really leads to quality care. So spaces that invite team collaboration and communication and coordination are critical when you're designing healthcare facilities and environments. So you need, they need that support. And it really has become a priority over the last few years. But now I'm gonna tell you at the same time, you need spaces where individuals can work in solitude when they need to, or when patients and families need to be in solitude, right? So it's a both and, so you have to do both. Um, but the World Health Organization kind of defines interprofessional collaborative practice as like multiple healthcare workers from different health professional backgrounds that work together with patients and families, caregivers, and communities, right, to deliver that quality care. So it only makes sense that we create environments that make that happen, right? Mm-hmm. Not inhibit, not prohibit it, right? And um, and so the physical environment and the workspaces can impact that teamwork, efficiency, the way that we communicate with each other, and things like just the layout of the hospital units, the rooms that patients are in, or even in you know private practices, right? Just the space, the environment itself, and the way it's laid out, um, charting spaces, spaces, consultation rooms, all those things can have a significant impact on our experience of healthcare. And, you know, visibility and accessibility levels are another um, key design element as well. So all those things can really lead to that efficiency, better communication and coordination, which all leads to better care, which we all want, right? Right. I love it. I'm here smiling just because I really, you know, from hearing what you just said, it really doesn't matter what industry it is. You need to provide professionals in any industry the spaces to do their best work when they need to get it done, whether that's collaborating with other people in their field. Um, utilizing technology is important across all fields and all industries. And that privacy, I know, especially for well-being, that gets talked about a lot, like respite spaces, places where you can go to rejuvenate. That's got to be just so important for healthcare workers, too. And I'm so happy to hear from you guys that those are considerations in healthcare as well, because we talk about it quite a bit. So thank you very much. Going back to um, the people that you work with, the professionals that you work with, you guys both have so much experience as healthcare professionals, yourselves, your entrepreneurs, you're clearly leaders in what you do. But when you talk to other leaders in the healthcare industry, what are traits that they have that you admire or, or what does that look like amongst others in the healthcare industry? Strong leadership traits. Yeah. That's another great question. So Tracy and I have been really blessed to um, have strong leader mentors in our lives. And now we're surrounded by these incredible leaders, right? You know, through our programs and strong leaders in healthcare right now, they have to have exceptional skills at building healthy relationships and healthy communication. And we know this from years of experience. And we have now made these two aspects, healthy relationships and healthy communication as cornerstones in our healthy healing organization framework. 
And strong leaders, they, they have to bring intentionality. We talk a lot about intention into building those strong relationships, whether that be with patients, um, their team members, or other leaders within the organization. And it's really important because it creates safe spaces for that meaningful and honest communication. And that's what leaders really need most. They need to know what people are thinking. They need to know what's most on the minds of the, you know, the employees within their organization. And so to do that, uh, they really have to master uh, dialogue skills. And one of the key ones, again, is listening. And uh, we think that the best leaders exemplify these skills, whether it's one-on-one or whether it's, you know, again, in front of the whole organization or the community. Uh, we need strong leaders in community se- community settings as well. Yeah. And I would add to that, exceptional leaders are experts at problem solving, mm-hmm. but they also complement that skill with the ability to manage and leverage the tension between opposites. Now, the the tension between opposites, that's also referred to as polarities or paradoxes or dualities, right? And leaders that have that skill leverage these two values, they appear to be opposite or even conflicting, but they, they leverage this in a way that enables them to gain the positive benefits of both of those and then sustain those outcomes over time. And Our secret sauce at Missing Logic is helping healthcare leaders develop that competency in managing those tensions. Um, And we refer to that as polarity intelligence. So that's kind of another cornerstone of our our framework. And then we also help them gather data over time. So, you know, they can course correct quickly and fine tune and strengthen that competency. But it's an essential competency for every leader. And to your point, Nikki, not just in healthcare, (laughs) every leader that, you know, uh, is working in any kind of industry. Absolutely. And problem solving skills and a lot of the skills that you just manage, they don't come easily to everyone. So I think it's really important from personal experience and from your clients to, to seek coaching, to kind of cultivate those leadership skills and yeah, dialogue skills, listening skills, problem solving skills, managing tensions. It's all Super important, absolutely. Well, I wanna turn the light back on you ladies a little bit because I'm just so interested in your business and I've enjoyed learning more about it. And I wanna know what your goals are. Um, personally, you know, you started this business uh, a couple of few years ago. Now, what are your goals for Missing Logic? Yeah, well, boy, that's a perfect time question, isn't it, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> and. I say that because we just wrapped up our 2020 review and our 2021 strategic planning. So we, it's very much in our mind what our goals are. And I would say that, you know, we just want to continue to grow ourselves as leaders and as coaches. And we've invested uh, a lot in learning how to be the best coaches as possible to help healthcare leaders across the country be balanced and resilient. And Out of that work, we have created the Dynamic Balance Effect Framework, and one of our goals is to definitely continue to refine and grow our healthcare leader work-life balance boot camp that Tracy mentioned earlier and our coaching programs. And that was a pivot, right, because of the pandemic, and we have had some awesome success with that in 2020. And now it's just right in front of us. We want to grow that into and to touch more and more healthcare leaders across the U.S. And because we're virtually even across the globe. Here, here. <laughs> the, advantage, the advantages to this digital world, you you get a further reach geographically, right? Yes, <laughs> ah, that's right. That's what we like about it. 
Well, this is Tracy. And for me, I'll just say um, on a personal level, one of my goals would be to finish my dissertation because it had to be put on pause because of COVID. So I'm looking forward to 2021 and finishing that. Um, and then as a business, where we, we remain extremely committed to helping organizations combat burnout and to help them deal with what is now being called the parallel pandemic in healthcare. So what that describes is the trauma and the post-traumatic stress the frontline clinicians and leaders are going to be facing after dealing with all of the stress, the long hours, and the imaginable circumstances that they've been living with every day for, you know, like you said, at the beginning of the, our time together, nine months, right? All brought on by COVID. So a big goal for us is to increase the awareness of our unique framework-driven approach and creating sustainability uh, for healthy work cultures. And research is needed. You know, there's not a lot of research in this and combating burnout and what's the best practices and what, what really makes a difference. And so we are very committed to helping healthcare organizations not only identify best practices and measure outcomes, but also capturing strategies that lead to sustainability of those outcomes. Because it's one thing to get a one-time result, but you want to sustain that work culture over time. And uh, we took a big leap this last weekend forward in kind of increasing awareness. And we were featured on Advancements TV with Ted Danson this weekend on CNBC. So we'll we'll give you a link to that that you can put, Nikki, in your um, show. I will, absolutely. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Great. Well, absolutely. Yes. I, I love coaching, as I said, in my professional life. So I think it's very important and, and their skills that need to be cultivated. So I hope more healthcare professionals seek out your services because you, you have to maintain it. It's it's a practice, certainly. So in order to be successful to, to reach these goals, is there any struggles that you guys have in order to reach them? What's missing to really reach your 2021 objectives or even further out? Well, this is Michelle, and I would say uh, it's just increased awareness that we're here, that we are, you know, available. Um, we really want to make Missing Logic much more visible in 2021, and and being on your guests on your, the lift is one example, <laughs> and being on CNBC. But there's a lot of different opportunities, I think, for us to increase our visibility in 2021 and to really share the unique offerings that we offer, both to healthcare organizations and healthcare leaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would add to that, I think this is this isn't something we're missing, but we want more of it. And we're in search of more healthcare leaders who are ready and willing to be innovative in their leadership approaches. Leaders who innately know what got me here won't get me there, right? That I can't solve my challenges today with the same level of thinking that I've been using. And they're ready to be bold, to take innovative approaches. Uh, they've got that kind of growth mindset, and they're not afraid of uncertainty. In fact, they like to lean into it, right? The more uncertain, the better. Let's figure this out and move on. And I think the pandemic has shown us that when we get out of our own way, we can be extremely innovative and we can make huge leaps and strides. So we're looking for those leaders. That's what we're looking for. I love that. Getting other people excited about what you guys are so clearly passionate about. And I I definitely admire your entrepreneurial spirit and you guys putting your passion in healthcare towards um, helping other people. I think this is just so important. So thank you so much for 
talking to me about it and giving you the background on missing logic. I want to ask you one last question, which I think is very important. Who are you lifting up right now and who is currently lifting you up? Oh, well, this is Michelle. And uh, I think we've already said it more than once, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> we are really focused on lifting up healthcare leaders. Okay. And um, we acknowledge that there's a large focus uh, on the frontline caregivers and there should be what they've been through has just been incredible. And, uh, but we really noticed that there's been little or no focus on the leaders themselves. So Tracy and I know we can't afford uh, to have the healthcare leaders in our system fold as a result of this. And so we are here to lift them up. And now, now just in the last, you know, six months, we've experienced the joy of lifting them up and the impact it's had in their lives. Um, we had a podcast this week, uh, Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast number 75, <laughs> where a <laughs> leader described the impact that we have had. And so it, that is just validation that we are serving a group that really needs it. So we are going to be here for the healthcare leaders. Oh, I love it. Thanks. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, I mean, we're no different than anybody else, right? This has been <laughs> a hard year, right? It's, 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 it's been hard. A lot of changes. Uh, and we lift each other up every day. So we are very mindful and intentional about that, right? We stay very connected, even though it's virtual. <laughs> and uh, and we have, you know, incredibly supportive husbands. So they lift us up. They have been lifting us up for 30 years, <laughs> but they, they really are the wind beneath our wings. They lift us up every day. They manage our lives so we don't have to give a lot of attention to things that, you know, um, aren't serving us or that we don't need to do. So here's our husbands. Thank goodness we have them. <laughs> here, here. Wonderful to have those partners. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Well, good. Thank you, ladies, so, so much for joining me. I appreciate you. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Missing Logic. And also thank you to our frontline workers, those yes. clinicians and the healthcare leaders. Yeah. Um, it's been so important lately. And um, yeah, keep doing what you do, ladies, because I think it's very important. Thank you for joining me, Nikki Probst, on the lift. We appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you real soon. Take care. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you.